Salutations, my friends. And thank you for tuning in to another edition of Factions of Freedom. I'm your host, Noisera, Freedom Faction, whichever one you prefer, and this is show number 920. Season 9, episode 20. I have titled this episode, Vegan World Order, Destruction of Normalcy, and Psychological Warfare. Why? Because we're joined by a very special guest, Charles Gasson of Truth is Terrorism. That's right. And ironically enough, this is the irony of how the world works. We didn't do an Instagram Live this Tuesday, but what you find out is the reason why we started doing Instagram Lives in this episode with our guest. And with that being said, without spoiling the show, let's get it started. Get this party started. Salutations, my friends, and thank you for tuning in to another edition of Factions of Freedom. I'm your host, Noise Era, Freedom Faction, whichever one you prefer, and this is a very special transmission. We are actually joined by my good friend and returning guest, Charles Casson of Truth is Terrorism. Charles, my man, how are you? Great. It is a pleasure to be here speaking to one of the few people that truly gets it. Oh man, you know, we literally spent like basically like a half hour before the show halfway catching up and then like halfway talking about like all the other crazy stuff that's going on. And, you know, for people who don't know, who haven't listened to Charles before, you are in for quite an episode because not only are you going to be shot straight, but you're also going to be, you're going to leave this episode a little bit more enlightened as to why we come at things in the angle that we do because this stuff. The stuff that we talk about on the show, it's clearly super real and very, very, uh, I don't want to say dark, but it's core reality. And Charles is one of the very few guests that we have that actually gets that and, 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 and kind of attacks it at the same level with the same intensity. Uh, and if you guys, like I said, if you haven't listened to him in the past, you're definitely going to be you're, you're going to be in for an episode. Uh, we're going to be talking about, you know, the vegan movement, population control, the technocracy, climate change, the scientific dictatorship. You know, a lot of different things. We have a lot of different people on the show, but I'm telling you, Charles is one of the few that I like to have on the show because we can go down any rabbit hole. And not only is he researched on these matters, but he also informs me on stuff, too. And that's what I like. I like being educated on these things. And so, you know, <laughs> I'll be sure to put all his information in the description bar below. Uh, but, Charles, it's been forever. And we're so glad to have you back over here on the show, man. Thank you, man. <clears throat> You know, uh, I think a, a good way for us to kind of intro this, um, the last time that we had Charles on the show was whenever he had the debate with Jay of Truth Is Our Religion uh, about Flat Earth and Globe Earth. I'll put that in the description bar if you'd like, but that was a whole separate thing that happened earlier in this year. Uh, and prior to that, you know, we, we, we were talking about the vegan movement, we were exposing the vegan movement, this false spirituality and so much more. And there's been a there's been a, a a rupturing happening within the conscious community, specifically the vegan sect of the comment of, of the conscious community. And I thought that you were the perfect person to have on to talk about this. People don't want to understand, you know, what's going on with veganism, but I I, I love your view on it, and I think that the the audience should hear it. So uh, if you can, let's start getting into. And we don't. You, you're more than welcome to name people if you'd like. Uh, but let's get into the vegan movement and some of the some of the peculiarities you see with that. Okay, so yeah, I think with the vegan thing, I was probably like <clears throat> there was a, there was a certain time where I was spending a lot of time on social media and like 
creating content towards geared towards people who really want to know what's going on and are interested in the truth and actual real consciousness, not like fake consciousness, you know. But uh, so I was putting out um, that type of stuff, and there came a point where it was very obvious to me that the vegan, the whole vegan agenda, needed to be exposed completely because it was it was very clear. Anytime I posted a health post. And there's a lot of plan options, and then there's like an egg there. We're talking about nutrition. Now all of a sudden, I have to hear about it from some people, and they're putting up resistance. So I knew that this resistance was actually manufactured resistance. It's not real. Like people don't actually have a problem with meat. Like the vegans, all these vegans don't actually have a problem with meat or eggs or any of that. It's all brainwashing. It really is because your instincts tell you to eat these things. But anyway, so I, I found out about a vegan agenda probably like over 10 years ago from a guy named Alan Watt originally at Cutting Through the Matrix. Um, this guy is very well researched and he he uh, pointed out this agenda, how they had an agenda to bring in a vegetarian world in the future. And he, he linked me to uh, different sources or to, you know, to all his viewers, he told us. So I, start, I, I looked into stuff and all of a sudden there's royal members 90 years ago writing about how in the future, there's going to be lab, uh, lab grown meat, meat grown in laboratories. And Winston Churchill also, also talked about it. And then also you see this huge vegan movement rising up and the cholesterol, the anti-cholesterol brainwashing that all of our parents went through. And most of them still believe it too. So it's just like, look at all this stuff and, and you look in the news, you see they're promoting the tax on meat. I was pointing all this stuff out and pointing out all the vegans that degenerated, all the long-term vegans, which which totally destroys their premise to begin with. Like if you're if you're coming at this from a scientific point of view or or whatever, you're claiming that you're with facts. Why do all these long-term vegans degenerate and then get better after they eat the stuff that's supposedly bad for them? Basically, like, like within a week too. Like they they go yeah. from malnourished to like fully healthy like within a week's time. Yeah, it's like saying that. Oh yeah, well the vegans are claiming well if you throw water on fire, it, it doesn't actually take the fire out. And, and then you start throwing the water on fire and the fire gets taken out every time. Well, when you're claiming now that what is your view based on? Because everything that we're seeing says the opposite, that if you pour water on fire, it's going to it's gonna take it out. So what are you, where are your claims? Like, where do you see all these vegans that are thriving long term? Because I haven't found one yet. And it's all bullshit anyways, because the food isn't real. And it's a, it's a move towards a synthetic diet. So when it comes to the yes. vegan agenda, what you have to understand is animal foods have made up the majority of what we eat in terms of nutritional profile at least forever like that is where we get our nutrients from uh we want to talk about caloric intake and people having grains and starches and whatever else to have energy and just to fill their belly okay but when it comes to nutrients it's come from animal foods so if you want to change humanity and control what humanity eats you're going to have to take them away from animal foods it's just, it's a must. <laughs> How else are you going to put them on a synthetic diet? So what are they doing? They're going to do uh, lab-grown lab grown meat. It's already, you can see, it's already coming out. All these Richard Branson guys and whoever else, they all make these vegan propaganda documentaries and then they sell you the product and make money off of it. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's a deep agenda because they're taking away our nutrition and they're going to take control of the food supply. They're bringing in mass movement of malnourished people with like literally like dropping their IQ points and, and brain shrinkage is going on because that's what a vegan diet will do to you long term. It will shrink your brain. 
And it's just, it's really a very good tool of control because then you have all this misplaced, like, there are people are vicious in the streets about this stuff, you know, and they don't yeah. really, it, they didn't get there on their own. They got there from revolutionaries because there's a revolution going on right now. Always talk about revolution. People think like that they're the revolutionaries or that we're part of, you know, the revolutionaries are the guys that got those people in the street. Those are the revolutionaries. Those are the real leaders right now. Everybody's just stuck with their ego. They're thinking they're the leader or they're going to be part of it. Well, the real revolutionaries are getting all those people in the street and getting all these people to believe all this bullshit that they need not eat animals and like this. Those are the real revolutionaries right now. Yeah, I think one of the one of the main things that stood out with me as far as like the vegan movement because you know we cover we cover so many different topics. I look at you know just Bayer, Monsanto coming together, big agricultural, big pharmaceutical company coming together. Know, spraying all kinds of chemicals on crops and stuff like that. And then you have this all of a sudden emergence of, of, of a vegan agenda to where we're supposed to eat these crops. And I think that's one of the major red flags that stuck out with me is it's like we're, we're being told to basically eat these 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 chemical laden plants and we're not expected to have any kind of adverse effects. And I remember a few weeks or a few months back earlier in the year, I remember you sending me a video of this lady who was essentially malnourished her bones well, her her bone like she like her her body was eating the bone the calcium from her bones to basically like sustain itself, and I'm thinking to myself, God, that must be, that that that's got to be atrocious. That's got to be horrible. Could you imagine your body literally being so malnourished that it begins to literally eat itself to sustain? And I think again, these are these 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 are very basic things. Like don't you know don't don't eat all these foods or don't eat all these plants. Don't eat all these things that are destroying you. You know, eat things that actually bring you back to life. And we've talked about this, you know, with you and with other guests as well, how plants can be, how plants and fruits, how they can be your medicine, but you're not supposed to have these things be in your system all the time to where you're fully detoxed because then you have like a highly uh, alkalinic system that just begins to eat itself. It's, or, or, and I get it, you know, alkalinity versus acidity, people have their difference. I get that. But what I'm seeing, you know, with the vegan movement in, in itself is is and we talked about this before the show is a cult like behavior you know is is that kind of employing a group thing to where people begin to literally ignore their own bodily functions they begin to literally ignore their mental their mental uh, uh their mental functions everything they 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 forget it because they want to uphold the vegan lifestyle and we've seen this happen time and time again people who who because I think you sent me that video as well of that lady that was going around bashing fellow vegans who left the vegan movement because she was saying, oh, you didn't do it right. These are people over here withering away. But oh, because yeah. they don't still doing it. She's still doing it right now. She's crazy. That freely girl. She's like a Skeletor. She really it's bad. <laughs> it's bad. But you have to understand it's a perfect type of control system because the vegan She'll say, oh, it's not a diet. The vegan diet is not a vegan diet, but it is. The vegan diet is one in which you do not consume any animal foods. That is, if you only eat fruit, you're a vegan, no matter what you call yourself. You're a vegan. You don't eat animal foods, you're a vegan. And that's the problem. If you don't eat animal foods, you're not going to get any nutrients to build new cells. It's not going to happen. Your brain is a big blob of fat, pretty much. And it's made of animal fat. Yes, it's the closest thing you're going to find to any of this. Any of the cells in our body, basically animal cells. Same thing is with the milk. Milk of a, a mother. You go to the milk of camels, uh, sheep, goats, cows, whatever. It's still 
it still feeds the body and, and builds life. You know, it builds it builds muscles, it builds bones, it builds organs, it builds everything. And I, so I just want to touch on this, you know, because it kind of it, it it may seem like we're bashing vegans, and I I totally understand that. You know, I'm not a dietitian or or nutritionist or any of that type of stuff. But I guess I'm just looking at it in like a, a simple sense of you know these extreme diets, whether it be keto ketogenic diets, you know, going holistic or organic, natural. I I feel that, but this is something that we had talked about beforehand too. Is it's that fanaticism? It's that extremism? It's that it's 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 not operating like within normalcy or or being like moderate about what people are doing, being real about it. It's living in that extreme that sometimes causes a lot of that damage. Um, you know, and, and, and this is kind of where I want to pivot into talking about some of the stuff that's going on in the conscious community, you know, for a while there, you had a lot of people that were basically whipped into a frenzy because you were posting the truth. You're like, look, you're, you're killing yourself. You're literally trying, you, your, your bones are withering. You're killing yourself. Your muscles are atrophying. You know, you don't have any energy. You're lethargic. You have brain fog, you know. We're, we're, we're trying to save these people, but they don't want to hear that. What they want is they want that social feedback loop, that validation, that virtue signaling of, oh, well, you don't care about the planet. You don't care about animals. You don't care about humanity. Yeah, it's like sick. it's like everything I just did right there shows you that I cared about you and humanity and more. But you don't care about humanity. And that's that that it, it, it's, again, just the craziest phenomena to see go on. Well, that's what I was going to say is like, I'm not bashing vegans at all. And I understand what you're saying that it sounds, it might come off like that, but like, I'm here to help anybody that wants to be healthy and that wants to take good advice and wants to hear me out and maybe look into what I'm saying, because I'm only here to help people. And that's why I get messages from people thanking me because their health is so much better now because they're not vegan anymore. They started eating real food. They changed the way they're eating their you know, girl has beautiful hair growing now or hair was falling out like things like that all the time whenever i come on social media i get that from people and and that's that's the fruit of my work of what i was doing i wasn't getting paid to tell people that you know that they're robbing their body of nutrition and they're being manipulated into uh certain diets and lifestyles that aren't going to meet the requirements to to build healthy babies to be happy because you need to get certain nutrients in order to build those chemicals and, and, and make those connections with your gut and your brain to even be happy in the first place. If you're not getting the right nutrition and your gut is all messed up, then you're not going to be able to be happy, basically. You're going to be depressed and anxious. You're going to have problems even when you shouldn't really have those with your life. Well, you just you just said it right there. You know, if, you're, if, you're, if your gut is your second brain and these, these people, these social engineers, if they've already got you ignoring your physical brain, ignoring your physical thoughts, and all they have to do is have you compromise your second brain, your gut, then you've, you're fully given over. You said it right there. That's why they want to have People your- don't even know, though. People don't know what's injuring their gut, what happened. I mean, most of the stuff that we were eating when we were little destroyed our guts. The vaccines are bad, the pharmaceuticals, the antibiotics, girls taking birth control pills, all these oh, processed geez. foods, GMO, vegetable oils. Everything, all this stuff has damaged the gut. So now what people can do now is go back, return to tradition, return to what we did for thousands of years, probably millions of years, where it's winter, you know, we've made a nice fire, we put a pot on it, put animal bones in there and meat, and we drank that water, and we ate. Give me that broth. Give me that broth. Exactly. But that's the truth. I think that's 
I think it's a big part of our survival is is a broth, really. And I don't like the store-bought stuff. I'm talking about homemade. So I think if people do more of that and drink that on a daily basis and eat, you know, go on elimination diets where you just eliminate everything that's, that you're putting in your body and just go to, like, the most basic foods, which is usually going to be meat, fish, eggs, and raw dairy. They're the most basic, the easiest to digest. I got to laugh at some of these sites, these health, these health, advice that you know always the health advice out there it's it's pretty sad like they'll say something like toast and cereal are easy to digest <laughs> or something like that you know like no no the easiest things to digest are yeah meat fish eggs and dairy raw dairy for sure well charles i, I have like a, i have an idea you know but i have to ask you the question of you know what is the point of them trying to eliminate meat what is the point of them trying to essentially uh make the carnivore diet extinct like why would they want to get people away from animal products and living like agrarian and taking care of themselves and getting them on like a vegan diet like what's the point more control over the food supply because who's going to produce all the food is the big corporations that are already set up that are already doing it the ones that were giving you the meat the meat replacement the first meat replacement of them all which was gmo soy so those guys want to control what we're eating and like i said you're not getting nutrients from plants everybody's been uh manipulated into thinking they're getting certain nutrients like to eat celery for strong bones i, I think it's bullshit i mean i really <laughs> do I, I think it's bullshit most of this stuff I, and i'm not against celery i'll put a couple sticks of celery in my broth you know but it's just i, I think it's all comes down to we've been we've been people are frightened from like an egg you know what i'm saying they're frightened they're petrified it's from, awesome like leaving it's leaving awesome. chicken, leaving chicken on the counter for like a half hour, they're literally frightened from this shit. And it's also it also comes from the vegans as well. They call them chicken periods. Like as we speak right now, I didn't tell you this before the show, the show Charles, but I got three chickens. I'm I'm expecting some eggs here soon. Going into 2020, I got me a, 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 a one rooster and two hens. But just to just to just to touch on why you're saying people are frightened of eggs, it's because you have vegans and all these people that are crazy health extremists calling uh, calling eggs chicken periods. Yeah, they don't have periods. But it, and it's that perception of them doing that and adding that kind of connotation that that messes with people. Right, but it's more than that. It's all this anti-cholesterol uh, propaganda that came from the pharmaceutical industry and from big agriculture. That's what's. That's the foundation for all the propaganda that came after it. Was this anti-cholesterol BS propaganda that egg yolks are bad, meat is bad, your cholesterol is too high. This is the biggest scam in the health industry, other than probably vaccines. Those two things are the, the two big uh, scams that really got everybody. And these days they say what an egg is, or like two or three eggs is like the equivalent to like a cigarette. And it's more that well, saying some propagandists that make documentaries maybe say that, but nobody, <laughs> nobody with any real foundation and just like being able to be aware. Because a lot of these guys, I feel like a lot of these health experts online too, a lot of these guys that maybe want to help people. I just think a lot of what they do is just memorization. They learn some terms and they just repeat yes. it and they that's it, and they just parrot it. I don't think they even understand what they're talking about because most of the stuff should be pretty simple for us. That's why I don't need to. I don't need to do that. When it comes to wanting to help people with health, I just need to tell you the most basic, simple things that you need to do that's going to get you to change your life and be in a better situation. I don't need to give you uh, just like 
just throw big words at you and explain every detail of every little process that's going on in the body. I don't think that's what we need to do. Like, that's not, it's very good and it's amazing to go for the knowledge and know it because it's there and you could learn it. So I'm not against that. I'm just saying when it comes to like something as basic as eating and being healthy, we just need to know what to eat, <laughs> you know, and what, what, uh, and, and, and today it's a little worse. You need to know what to avoid. Yes. That's the main thing. There's all these man-made chemicals that you need to avoid. So if you stick with things like steak and and you use spring water and make your own broth with bone marrow and, and beef bones and you eat things like that and, and fish eggs and fish and wild fish, if you eat things like that all the time and, and uh, avoid all the processed stuff, it's going to be pretty hard for you to be in a bad spot, I think, in health-wise. Just to, just to kind of switch gears a bit, just because we're still talking about population control to a degree, uh, what are your thoughts? Because we, we saw this come out just the other week. I want to ask you about uh, Pope Francis's ecological sin, you know, environmental tax, carbon tax and stuff like that. I want to talk to you about that uh, after I get your thoughts on 11,000 11, scientists calling for population control. What are your thoughts on that? Clearly, it's the scientific dictatorship on 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 a power trip uh but did you see that and what are your thoughts on it no i didn't see that but it doesn't you know i've already said the scientific community is scum like the people talk <laughs> about the scientific community as, as far as like oh it's like this great establishment no they're actually scum they're they're part of the royal uh you know all these royal institutes and everything that's who runs them and they want to eliminate most of the world's population and that is the religion that we've been given through everything through the movies through the culture the death cult. Truly, it truly is the death cult. I think we might have. I think we might have lost you there. Yeah, just for like five seconds. <laughs> but yeah, no, you're you're talking about the death cult. That's a uh, the side. I call them satanic scientists uh, and occult technocrats at the top. People that have IQs well over a hundred, well, possibly even well over two hundred. Because they have the they have the smartest people willing to carry out some of the most evil things because they have all the funding they're unre- they're 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 removed from society. This is that death cult essentially rearing its ugly head. Yeah, and it's uh, I've exposed this. You know, I, I'm pretty sure there's a reason why when I come back on Instagram or come back on, there's like people who are uh, big influencers who are pretty smart. Though they're paying attention to what I'm saying when I come back. And I'm pretty sure it's because I've covered all this stuff and I've been right about it. I've been saying that they were going to come after us. They're going to try to implement carbon taxes. They're going to blame uh, the cows and all the uh, animal farming for all the bad stuff in the world. And that we need to do. And you just see it all coming at you in the news. So it's like for anybody that's able to look at, okay, well, this is what this person said. And I'm not trying to tell myself here. I'm just saying, like, I, I know I know what's coming. Like, it's obvious what's going to come. So when when you say 1,100 scientists say all this stuff, I'm not surprised. I'm never, I'm almost never surprised by the crazy stuff that I that I end up seeing when I even look into uh, what's even going on right now or what they're dishing out in the news. It's the externalization of the method, or at least an externalization of the hierarchy. They're full-blown letting you guys know, uh, we're going to come kill you. I mean, uh, during, during the debates... I think it's like during the second, between the second and the third round of, of presidential debates this year, you had Bernie Sanders come out and say, yeah, 
uh, we sh- abortion's good for climate change. Yeah, yeah, we should just start killing babies for climate change. And then like a few weeks after that, you had that crazy protester that was at AOC's event talking about, uh, yeah, we just need to start eating the babies for sure. Just just go ahead. We need to start eating babies for climate change. Uh, and here we are. It's already happening because everybody's so brainwashed. The woman, the problem is like I was seeing, I forgot who sent me the clip, but Bill Burr was on Conan and he was saying that like women... Like, back in the day, we didn't even listen to women. And now, <laughs> look what's going on. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's kind of a little cruel in a way to say it from, you're looking at it from a woman's view. Like, oh, what do you mean back in the day we didn't even listen? The point is, we always know women make more emotional decisions than logical decisions. We've always known this. Um, and today, it's kind of like there's just too much authority for, uh, for, for women to just, like, it's not even like authority. It's just like their degeneracy is promoted. That's the problem. You know, and this is, it, it might sound sexist uh, to our to our female listenership. I know this might sound a little sexist, uh, but this is why you see all of it going on in the TV and the media and the programming and everything. This is why they're rebooting, like, all these series, uh, essentially, with female cast leads. And if you guys go back and go look at the work of Agenda 2030, you know, that's what they mean by promoting equality, is essentially raising uh, 50% of the population, females, into, into positions of power. And at the same time, you see them emasculating men, uh, making men extinct, extinct, turning us into beta males or just some 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 pseudo homosexual doing some crazy <laughs> stuff, dude. And yeah. this this is this is the destruction of the nuclear family. Whether or not people want to believe these things, and it's not—I I know it kind of comes off as sexist—but how many times, Charles, have you come on the show and have we talked about the this phrase right here, the future being female? They say the future is female because you see them trying to rid rid the world of men. <laughs> Just the other day, I posted about how there's this radical feminist uh, and, and somewhere in South America saying that if you have a boy, you know, we need to cut off their genitalia. Uh, we need to castrate them because, you know, when they get to when they get of age, they're going to get to a position of power and they're never going to listen to us. Uh, you see all this stuff going on. And this is why they're promoting yeah, the transgender yeah. agenda and so much more. Yeah, through everything. Like, I think the key to any if you want to have a totalitarian regime that lasts. You have to have the population of females completely brainwashed. Like, there's no yes. other route. It's the most important. It's more important than than the men, even because the men we we need the women. So, well, who's, we, will, we will we will get hit by the the brainwashing of the women, no matter what. Well, who said it? It's like uh, first is like first give me the kids, then the women, and then the men will follow. I think it might have been Hitler that said that, but that's exactly it. I mean, you go to some of these protests, you look at some of the guys that are there trying to get laid from some radical chick that's there she has no idea why she's angry why she's hateful but this guy thinks oh man i can't wait to be with her and so this is he's a feminist and this is this is what they've done to relationships this is what they've done it's like i don't want to like this it's like i i kind of am you know sometimes i just i tell it the way it is so sometimes it comes off as harsh but it's not like i'm like a dude in the past who let's say calls himself a feminist now and it's not like I want to hurt his feelings about it. I'm just like the facts are the facts that this this is a manipulation. The whole the whole movement is a movement of manipulation. I'm here for women. Women are being brainwashed and destroyed, and I empathize with them on at least like on a lot of levels where they're like tortured. They look in the mirror and they can't even like they just they just hate themselves. These women and then they're like spending so much money and spending so much time on upkeeping their image and getting Botox and all this shit because they're literally they hate themselves really yes. when it comes. to well, I, that's what the has done. The advertising has made them hate themselves, and then they're doing all this shit, and then they're just getting 
they're just not healthy. They're starving themselves. It's really a sad picture when you look at it. So I'm not here to to bash women in any way, shape, or form. And also, men are a lot of men are scum to women too. It's true. So I'm not I'm not like here to bash women. There's they they're dealing with a lot of stuff. So I'm only here to help anyone. And maybe it does take a more strong person to hear me and listen to me and then benefit off me. I don't know. I'm not here to like. You know, I do understand that even as a parent, psychologically dealing with children or dealing with people in general, not even as a parent, there's going to be the soft route. You know, some people need to be you talk spoken to a little more softly, and then the other people might need a little more, more rough. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I have all those things in me. I'm not here like a like some type of person that's I'm not trying to hurt anybody other than the people that are hurting us. You know, I just want to just kind of touch on this real quick i'd like to say that i am a lesbian i love ladies i just want to go ahead and let people know uh i am i now i I now identify as a lesbian okay i love ladies i love i love the women that's that's i just want to go ahead and get that out there since we're doing all this crazy stuff but i say that tongue-in-cheek because this is this is where society is at today uh and you touched on a lot of different things the 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 instability and the dysfunctionality within relationships, uh, people's people's body dysmorphia, this negative self-image that people have, uh, the self-loathing, the depression, the nihilism, the apathy, the anxiety, the social anxiety—all these things are very real. You know, and we were it, we, we were talking about this too before the show. Ironically enough, uh, how people are desperately needing a. a, a not necessarily like authority figures, but people to believe in, things to believe in. And this ties into relationships as well. Look at what society is doing to our, look at the culture that we have today, the destruction of the nuclear family, how relationships really aren't even between like a man and a woman now. It's like a man and a man, a woman and a woman, or like two guys and a chick or two chicks and a guy, or just like the uncles and the grandma raising a baby. It's crazy. You know, and I say that because this yeah, is... Yeah, people don't get it. And it's always the women, man. It's always the women that just they can't see through it. They're like, oh, well, what about all the kids that need to be adopted? And I don't think it's bad. I know a couple who has kids adopted. It's like, what? Do you not understand? Like, this isn't about... This is bigger than that. <laughs> this, is a, this is a real big move. This is a new thing. That's why I made a point one time, like, recently. Like, if this is new. At the very least, this discussion is nowhere near ending. It's only beginning. Like, I'm mm-hmm. sick and tired of this attitude that, like, oh, now this is the way it's going to be. No, this and you're is against it. Thing. You're, you're a bigot, and you're this and whatever, and, like, this is how it's going to be. I'm like, no. not As, as long as I'm breathing, this is not how it's going to be. And there's going to be some dialogue going towards where it's going to go as far as I, as, as I can control or <laughs> anybody that listens to me. You're drawing a yeah. line in the sand for you. And that's what I want to hear. Earlier this year, you, uh, we had Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. That chick was over there in her apartment or whatever, cutting up like potatoes or doing something, trying to seem normal. She talked about how, well, I think that, you know, th- I think that there are too many people here on the planet. Matter of fact, I think that there's, people should just stop having kids. We should actually start thinking about the life that we're going to offer kids here and how rough it's going to be. If anything, a lot of you people should start stop having kids. And if you yeah. want to help, stop start adopting kids. And so I said, hold on, check this out. So you have this this chick who probably will not have kids but has enough money in the world to do whatever she likes and has enough influence and power to do whatever she she pleases. Get up over here on Instagram Live and tell the entire world plus – whatever district she's campaigning from that we need to stop having kids and that we need to adopt people. 
It's like oh, you're, you're, you're telling us to stop a natural biological human function because you want to look cute? Because and what do you think that's going to do? If more people, that's basically all the, all the gay couples are going to have the kids. That's what would happen in that situation. You're going to skew it mathematically. Obviously, I'm a math guy, so I could see the numbers start moving right away. My brain works like that. Most people can't even think about a number in their head or even write a number on a paper at this point. But I do see the math. So right away, you're going to start having, uh, uh, you know, all these lesbians. And there's going to be so many lesbians with kids at this point because the women today are like, if they're not lesbian, they're bisexual. You know, like most of these younger girls today. The future so, the future is female. And that's, that I, I remember talking with you about this, bro, about how much that phrase scares me. Uh, and that's just that's that's just because of, it's the truth. That this is this is the truth. This is why this stuff is like so raw is that people don't want to understand it. It's like <laughs> you 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 look at like I said the emasculation, the feminization. I mean, good lord! I remember. I don't. I, I hate to say this, but this is etched in my brain. There was a protest a few weeks or a few months back that Antifa did. They got some 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 gay dude out there. And the dude was twerking in front of like the protest line and they made it seem like it was a movie. And I'm over here thinking like, what, first off, what the frick am I watching? Secondly, how is this like tolerated? And Charles, oh my gosh, man, I, I didn't even, oh God, remind me to tell you about the protests I went to here and the forces that they rolled out in stages. They had the, it, it, it was nuts. Um, and the reason I say all this, because we're talking essentially about perversion, sexual deviancy, degeneracy, and so much more is because that's what they want. They don't want to uphold nobility. They don't want to uphold righteousness, wholesomeness, decency. Uh, they, don't, they don't want those things. That's what uplifts a civilization. What's happening right now is we are literally going through a demoralization process. We are going through a dehumanization process. Uh, just Halloween of this year, there was a video that came out of a drag queen. We're being told that these drag queens, that these are now females and that we have to accept these these men dressing as women as if they were women. There was a video that came out earlier th uh, this Halloween of a drag queen simulating an abortion, dancing to a Kesha song about cannibalism, stabbing its ba stabbing its its a uh, its baby pouch that it created because it's. It was, a, it was a ritual. They say it was a show or a performance. It was a ritual. Stabbing the baby pouch, ripping out the baby, drinking the intro, doing everything demonic that you can. And so this is what I mean by the degeneracy, by the depravity that they're having us take part in. And so when Charles says things like, in the future, all the, all the couples, the lesbian couples, they're going to be holding on the, to, to the children. That's not far off. When you, have, when you have a culture that is promoting this, this level of decadence as if it is culture building that's nation building humanity building that's insane this is that death cult this is that suicide spirit this is that wickedness just 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 working and i freak out because you don't just just to pivot to talking about this drag queen story time we come from a time frame to where we've never seen drag queens and stuff like that i hope I hope you guys have never been inside of a bar or inside of some dingy area where you see a, a man dressed up as a woman, you know, doing something sketchy. But these kids, the next generation, the one that they're telling us not to have, the one that they're already poisoning, the one that they're already sexualizing, these kids, they will be immersed in this already. And I think that's the crazy part about this is they, they see the, they see how it's forming like a schism with us, how we're just getting like repulsed by it but they're going ahead and they're rolling it out on the kids already. And that's 
what freaks me out is is if they're, oh. if they're willing to do this what what is going to come next oh the whole the whole thing is going to happen and just everything happening in general like all this stuff once you're they understand the psychological process of like okay so let's say that put put themselves in our shoes now like seeing all this what's how's this going to affect us so a big part of this whole agenda which nobody really ever talks about i don't think is like the psychological effects and of the whole phenomenon yes. in, in general of there being a conspiracy so like whether the conspiracy exists or not which we know that clearly there's a conspiracy going on or always has been in terms of wars and everything every war that's pretty much ever happened has been a conspiracy um but so like they know the effects of this and so i'd imagine that the main effect would be that it would just paralyze people i think one of the main fbi guys said that you know when, a, when the individual is uh you know, met face to face with such a huge conspiracy, he's basically paralyzed. Um, if Hoover said it, or one of these guys. Um, but so that I think that's what's happening. I think it crushes. It's like de- it's like meant to destroy your dreams, your goals, what you did see the world as, like what you would want for the world. Like everything going on around you is meant to like mess you up psychologically and just give up on everything. I'm pretty sure. Like they figured that out. Um, so that's something you can't, I don't, I don't want to be part of like, so it's like while acknowledging everything that's going on, there still has to be a clear way of like, you know, you got to just go, everybody needs to go for their, their goals, their dreams, um, and not let this stuff, not, don't let any other people's plans get in the way of what you want to do. But of course the problem is that most people are brainwashed, right? So it's like, if you say that to the, to the whole world right now, most people are just, I don't even know what they're thinking, man. But um, but that's the truth, though. Like you can't let this stuff like take you down and 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 become nihilistic or or apathetic or just give up on yourself and, and take away your confidence, basically, because that's what this stuff will do. It'll break you down, and it'll, it'll. And I'm not saying like just looking into it will do that automatically, but I do think there is a level of that that will have to be. You know, you will have to face face some of that when you face what actually is happening. You're gonna have to conquer uh you know the negative the negatives that come with understanding that this is actually happening i want to get into uh the environmental tax and the ecological sin and, and, and climate change and stuff like that here with you but i want to touch on you know the false hope and the nihilism and the apathy because this is a question that we get uh, a decent amount whenever we do instagram tuesdays or instagram lives or anytime that we 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 talk with the audience if it's not about dmt or aliens or weed uh, we get we get questions about you know how do you how do you generate hope how do you do you have hope you know what is there for us to do what are things uh, how can we affect this you know the, the question I'm sure you always receive as well is I'm one person what can I do about this you know what I what I tell people is we need to we need to focus more so on a pro human Renaissance based future where we're all trying to effectively create something that's harmonious instead of this this instead of what's going on right now. Uh, but just to pitch that question to you, you know, if someone were to ask you, how do you find hope? What are things that you're hopeful for? What would you say to them? Well, that's a tough one, honestly. With, with the way things are going, I'm not, I'm not too like uh, optimistic about how this is going to play out. But I mean, my hope. I mean, I don't know if it's hope, but it's just like the fact is that this is a beautiful creation. Like everything going on. Like, yeah, there might be a lot of bad things going on, and, and not might. There definitely are a lot of bad things going on in the world and things that, some obstacles. So I guess 
I guess the real answer is you just turn it into a test because that's how I was raised anyways, to think that everything was a test. And I think that's the strongest way to build character and to, and to go through life anyways, instead of just like always feeling bad for yourself and all oh, things are so rough. Well, what if this is a test and you need to make the right decision? Now, yes. that's what people don't like that. People don't like to be put in that, that, that spot where now you need to make the decision because now you're responsible. So that's kind of how I like to look at this. So, like, I'm kind of hard on myself, to be honest with you. Like, I, I, may, have, I may have received lots of criticism online because of my, you know, the way I go about things or just because the topics I'm discussing are very, very sensitive topics. But, like, uh, I'm, I'm, my biggest, I'm my biggest critic. You know, I'm harsh on myself when I make mistakes and all this and all that. So I just strive to be a better person myself, to make better decisions, to never give anybody a bad deal going forward in my life, like, ever. And never take advantage of people, to only... To only uplift people in a way that I can like help them. Like sometimes it might not come off as like I'm trying to help someone. If I say something a little bit more, like it will come off as harsh to someone else. But that's not my intention. You know what I mean? Anything that I'm really gonna put my time towards is 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 gonna be to making uh, good decisions and helping people. And and just just a couple of words to somebody might change their whole life. You know? So you can always. Just the fact that you can change someone's life for the better, or at least in my shoes, the fact that I can change someone's life for the better, and I confidently know that I can, and I already have, that makes me feel pretty powerful, and and I like to keep going with that, at least as like a backup. If, if all else fails, I'll just help people. You know what I mean? <laughs> I love it. I love it. Because it's, it's the true heart of a healer. And I guarantee, Charles, I guarantee what we're talking about right now, this was the straw that broke the camel's back for somebody else. Or this was like, this was that last little bit of push that they needed to be like, you know what? I was really struggling with veganism or I was struggling with this or I was struggling with these kind of, these kind of obstacles. But hearing these guys talk about it, it really got me over it. Uh, the yeah, well, like birth control, if like a girl's taking birth control right now, well, you should definitely stop taking birth control. You should. You're not going to be able to digest food later on. You know, I had a friend that I grew up with and he had his wife and he didn't, they were putting off having a kid for some reason and, and whatever reason. And, and, um, she was taking birth control. I was like, yo, you gotta, you gotta get her off that if you want her to be able to digest food and to be healthy in a few years. And then, you know, he didn't listen and he kept doing it. And then years later, he gave me a phone call and he was like, yo, like, what do I do? She's, she can't digest food. Like, she's having trouble digesting food. She's, you know, and that's what's going to happen to any girl that's taking birth control long term. So I would definitely recommend to look into that if you're doing that. Stop taking. Yeah, it's definitely it's it's not natural either. I mean, you know, you think about it, you, and I don't, I don't want to be you know crude here either, but I don't really think chicks should be letting all kinds of dudes get up in there, you know, and finish finish the job either, you know, at the same time. So I feel like that's kind of crazy in and of itself. But again, that's that culture that we've created in the society that yeah. like enables it to where, yeah, you should be a fully healthy young girl, 18 to 24 to 25. And you should be basically uh, stopping your, your menstrual cycle because you want to have sex. And, and so it, people, I'm sure people have their own preferences, but you know, there's bound to be some kind of side effects about those types of things. And that's just, that's, that's all these types of talks do. That's all that we're really trying to do is make sure that people are informed and aware of the things that are going on and the things that they're doing to themselves and the things that they're having us perpetrate to ourselves as well. Uh, because right. And everyone, when it comes to helping women, like women's health and all this stuff, like the big campaign slogans and all that, it's all bad. Like they, they push it as like, Oh, we're doing this for women's health. We're giving them like birth control pills and the right to just like abort. 
and all this stuff, and we're doing it for women, but no. they're not. They're doing it to control you and to destroy your health and to to destroy your future, to destroy your value, to take away what could have been, and and that's what it's about. And it's and any woman that has a child is basically a threat to these guys because yep. They see it is like anybody, any family, any potential dynasty that might arise. You are a potential threat, so you need to vaccinate your kids and brain damage them from birth. And actually, don't even have kids. Just take the birth control pill, destroy your health. And when you do have kids, they might already be autistic because that's what it does. You know, if you keep destroying your gut, how are you going to have a healthy baby with a healthy gut that can think properly? Yeah. It's not going to happen. We, we're, we're. I think. Uh, I, f- I forget where I was reading it the other day, but it's like we're we are now one in 35 chances of having like a child with autism. We went from being like one in 50 to like one in 35 now. And that's because of just what they're doing uh, to, to our biology. And, you know, just, just because, and this is, this is the true stuff that you really won't hear a lot of these feminists or these, these, these fake feminists or people who, who, who virtue signal, you won't hear them talk real like this. Like that's, that's, that's why we're being honest about these types of things. Uh, I mean, earlier this year, I remember talking about all this abortion talk and how, you know, ladies can only have at least like two, three, possibly four abortions until they're like, they're unable to, to have carriages at all to, to where they're unable to give birth at all. You know, if you combine that too with the birth control and all the other stuff that they do in between those pregnancies, what I'm trying to talk about is how they've created a culture in a society that essentially, uh, offers up the womb of 50% of the population to the cultural agenda or to the statist agenda. And that's dangerous because like you said, any child can help fix this. Any child which can create a family and a potential dynasty to help reshape the structure of, of, of what's going on. They don't want that. That's why they're yeah. trying so hard to poison, to, to poison the mothers, to poison the kids, to poison the environment, to give us tainted drugs, to, to, to habituate us. And people aren't aware of these things. So I know for a fact us having these kinds of conversations is going to trigger a light in, 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 the, in the mother that is listening to the father that's paying attention. You know, it's going to make it's, it's, it's going to make the brother that's noticed something strange with their little brother pay attention to talk to their parents. about. It, it really does. It's real. Like it's actually, you know, when you're in a position like like we're in, even when there's like there's a couple thousand people who could hear what you're saying, then you're most likely going to change lives, especially if you if you're more like like uh, we are and you cut straight to the point like you know because it, I do cut straight to the point with this it's not it's not like there's I don't think there's any room for like beating around the bush on these subjects nope I mean it's we're we're the type of people to be like do you want the facts do you want the studies like here just take the information because I have other things to do I have no reason to lie to you all I'm really trying to do is help you I feel bad that I'm not able to help enough people I wish I had employees that could help other people. Because I have all the information, I can help all these people, I want to do it, but I'm only one person. And so, like you said, we don't have time to lie to people, we're trying to help save as many lives as possible. Uh, but just to, just to kind of pivot, too, just because we're talking about population control, uh, th- this, this weird form of oppression, uh, what are your thoughts? Because we were <clears throat> briefly we were talking about nihilism, apathy, hope, uh, love, the future, and so much more. You know, what What are your thoughts on just adversity versus oppression? You hear a lot of people saying they're oppressed. Oh, my oppressors. Oh, I've been bogged down. You know, I, I'm, I'm experiencing oppression versus adversity where you can come through something You where when you experience adversity, you learn from it. It empowers you. You know, it, make, it challenges you. It makes you stronger. People that say they're oppressed, that's like slave talk to me. That's me. That's that's people saying, oh, I'm, I submitted. 
I think of adversity, everything that we're experiencing right now, uh, the toxins in the environment, the, 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 the social, political garbage that we're, that, we're, that we're exposed to, all this stuff. I see it as, as adversity to chip off parts of us that were no longer necessary. But I, but I feel like what's happening, and this is because of the, the weird brainwashing and mind control that's being employed on the public, I feel like people are being oppressed. And yes, they are but it's because they're not aware of how they can overcome it, that it's having twice the effects. What are your thoughts on that, man? Well, it's like I said, it's very hard. With all these things going on, you know, you got to empathize with people also. It's like, it's very hard to deal with all this stuff. This stuff was made to break you. So everything going on was made to break you. Even if you don't, even if you're not even somebody who's like, if you think other people are conspiracy theorists and whatever else, you're one of those people. Like, oh, conspiracy theorists, you're one of those guys. Still, whether you know it or not, Almost everything around you is like designed to break you down for who you really are and to just like, like when you do run into problems, you're not going to be able to recover because you're just going to be so overwhelmed. Like everything's very, it just seems like everything is made to be very overwhelming today. Um, so I empathize with it, but at the same time, yeah, it comes back to like, you got to have like a warrior. I, at least yes. I do. That's how I think. I have like a warrior type of spirit. I have a fire in me, but I don't, I don't see that with most people. So it's like, I don't, I don't know. I can't, how can I do, how could you, that's, that's what a lot of people try to do, right? They try to light the fire within other people. It's true. And I'll be honest, just, just because we're talking about lighting each other's fires. Uh, if it was not for Charles, you guys would not be having an Instagram Tuesday. I would not be popping up on Tuesdays doing the Instagram lives with you guys because it was Charles who essentially challenged me and said, we're going to step into the camera, right? We're going to start doing this now, right? If it was not for Charles, having this fire in him that you hear right now, motivating me to take that step even farther with this platform to do everything that you see us doing, we would not do it. And that's why I'm, I'm just going to do it on air right now and say, thank you, Charles. I appreciate you, brother. Well, I appreciate you, man. You, you uh, definitely do a great service for people and, uh, yeah, it's 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 a, it's it's tough to be in any shoes right now because like we want to do something about this, but you know it's not going to be easy to, to do something about this, right? Like it's not going to be easy. But that's why I do feel like it's a similar thing that you said, like a return to traditional uh, values, like a, a renaissance, family values, more self sufficiency. I mean, it's basic stuff, but unfortunately, there's always the guys that they they know where like they know where the trend is going to come and they're already on it and they're already going to lead it to like communal gardens and, and stuff like that where, where everything's going to be like, Oh, there's all the food you're going to eat is going to come from your little community garden. And it's going to be all plant based. I'm sure stuff like that will happen at some point towards like this meatless future. Mm -hmm. But that's, but that's why we need people like yourself to point out stuff like the vegan agenda to, sh to show that it literally is an agenda people. And I, and I think that's why we have like a controversial relationship with veganism is because it is like an organic response to factory farming, big agricultural, uh, big agriculture, industrial farming and all this other stuff. It's people wanting to try to take their health back in their hands, uh, have a little bit more control. But what ended up happening was it got mainstreamed, turned into a, a, a cult and a lifestyle and instead of it actually having the, the, the authentic, organic purpose of trying to basically get people to take their own health back, it became, it became, it literally became something else. And so I, I don't think, I think the purpose was what it became, honestly. I really do. I don't think it was like 
some noble thing, like, oh, we're not going to eat animals, it's some great ethical thing. I actually think it was, like, evil from the beginning. The only reason why it's even popular today is because it's such an agenda to take us away from true nutrition and to control the food supply. I really, that's the only reason that veganism is so popular today. We would never, ever have gotten this popular. And back in the 90s or back in whenever it did get popular with raw foodism, like, it was popular under different names, like macrobiotics and raw foodism and the people always degenerate, just always. Like, they die, they starve, like, same thing happens every time. And uh, it's a shame, man. It really is a shame because, yeah, so many people do want to actually get into it to get healthy. I don't think that's even the majority anymore. It seems like, well, I can't say that. It's definitely advertised to people as, like, being a healthy alternative. Like, give up the eggs and eat the tofu scramble. And they really think... And it, what's even worse is, man, there's, like, these people that know, I wouldn't say know, but they, they know a decent amount of information, at least, and, and then they promote, they, like, cater their information towards the trend to make money and to get more popular, and then it only damages people's health. It's what people want, man. It's like, I, I will literally tell people, we have genetically engineered babies and clones coming, Here's here's a video. Here's a link. Here's 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 all the information. They're like, oh, that's silly freedom. Nobody cares about that. But tell me about that company that's selling that'll that'll pay me three thousand dollars a month to smoke weed. Can I learn more about that? <laughs> Are they making DMT right around the corner? Because I'll take DMT uh, and smoke weed. I don't care DMT about the clones. And the mushrooms. Yeah, you, you see what I'm saying? Give me some good information on DMT and mushrooms, and I'm I'm down. <laughs> we'll we'll save that for another transmission. Uh, but just you know, just to kind of put like a, a pin on all this stuff with the veganism, I think the simplest way to summarize it is this: you know, when you have people like Leonardo DiCaprio and Greta Thunberg coming together, you know, talking, sh- shaming you, saying you need to stop everything you're doing, you need to stop eating meat, you need to stop traveling, you need to you need to get rid of your car, grab a bike, but we're gonna have private jets, three course meals, four houses, private yachts, you know. All this other stuff, when, when, when you boil it down to it, what they're telling us to do is to cozy up to scarcity, cozy up to poverty, co- cozy up to minimalism while they, only, while they have everything else, while they have the luxury, the, like I said, the three-course meals, you know, the houses, all, all the good things. They're getting us to fall in love with poverty, fall in love with scarcity, fall in love with, with, with slavery, essentially. While the people who were shouting at us, shaming at us, run away like robber barons straight to the bank in their luxury jets, emitting all kinds of carbon, uh, carbon and greenhouse gas emissions just to tell us that we're bad. It's a sick game. It's a sick yeah, joke. It's a, fraud. it's a fraud. Anytime you hear the word carbon emissions or greenhouse gases or anything, you just know you're getting scammed. That's why I don't really want to even get into like, oh, well, the cows actually are actually, it's actually 1%. Of what did they say? It's forty percent. It's actually one percent. No, the second you even start to get into their game of saying what percentages that it is, you're already screwed at that point because it's a whole scam. The whole thing is a scam. We exhale carbon dioxide. The trees take it in. It's good. Everything's good. Everything's going on. It's good. It's all bullshit. One volcanic eruption does more than all human activity. It's a scam. Again, people just need to get over it. The sun is what controls the climate. Imagine that. Something you can't even look at straight for a few seconds it blind you it's so hot you could feel it <laughs> just looking at it 
from millions of miles away and people are thinking that their stupid plastic bottle that they throw in the street is going to have some kind of effect on that. I mean, you got to be a delusional moron, honestly, to even fall for any of this stuff but, when it comes to it. But, but climate change, Charles, but, but climate yeah, change. Yeah, of course, climate yeah, change. You know. but, but, but polar bears. The polar bears. <laughs> I'm gonna, I know, the polar bears. I'm, I'm, I did shed some tears for the polar bears the other night, but it doesn't change the fact that carbon uh, dioxide is not bad. And this is a whole scam anyways. Well, we are carbon-based life forms, and I think that's why I freak out whenever I hear this word carbon tax. It's like, hold on, you're about to tax me for living? You already do that's that enough. That was the whole point. They even had more news articles more recently where they just out, they just said it. Like, oh, CO2 is actually what we exhale, so we need less people, basically. Kill but, yeah, that was the whole point. And this, and this is what, what I was talking to you about earlier. These uh, 11,000 scientists that are calling for population control. Just, just real quick, uh, before we switch over to talking about the environmental tax and all this other stuff, I want to read this quick article uh, from Now the End Begins. It's by Jeffrey Grider. We put this up November 15th. It says, Pope Francis is preparing to make ecological sin an official part of the catheticism of the Catholic Church in the New Age shift. It says, Pope Francis, who has made the environment a signature cause of his pontificate, said he was strongly considering the category of ecological sin, of adding, e- of adding the category of ecological sin, to the Catholic Church, to the Catholic Church's official compendium of teachings, and I say that because just a few weeks ago, or I say weeks when it was probably a month or two ago, I remember NBC News doing like a segment on environmental sin. They had like something on their website where people could go comment. They're like, "Oh, if you have a sin against the environment, please let us know in the comments." You had people saying, "Oh, I love steak. I'm not going to get rid of my truck." Like, "Oh man, I have to fly to Japan," and it, it, and it was them trolling. The idea of creating an environmental tax, and I say that because when we're talking about the carbon tax, when we're talking about the environment, climate change, environmentalism, environmentalism, and all this other stuff, this is the scientific dictatorship. This is the technocracy. They will literally say, hey, look, science says you're unsustainable or, or you're unreliable. We have to get rid of you. We can't sustain you here. I mean, it's what Bill Gates talked about at the TED conference, or the case between killing granny or keeping people up on life support. And that's where we're at these days when we're talking about greenhouse gas emissions, uh, consumption, production, carbon footprints, and stuff like this. We're essentially talking about politically correct population control. Nope. I, I, I think I just, I just wanted to intro that or just kind of insert that because I think people really need to understand the depths of why this whole climate change agenda, the vegan agenda, and everything else that's going on with this eco-fascism, that's the best way I can describe it these days. They need to understand the depths of it because it's not simple. Um, but what again, just just to get your thoughts on things like the environmental tax uh, and even chemtrails, man, good Lord, you, this is how far into the future we are. Chemtrails kind of seem passe and, and, and the damage they're doing. But what are your thoughts on the environmental tax, climate change, and obviously people like Greta Thunberg. Well, I mean, it's, yeah, it's a very deep subject. Um, and it has to do with the religion that they're bringing in or that they've already brought in for this new age. Um, it has to do with basically earth worship where like a little girl will go to the doctor's office and sterilize herself just to save mother earth. Like that is the future. That's what they wanted. They wanted, you know, that's why Greta's there so that, I'm pretty sure Greta's going to end up getting tons of little girls to just go into the doctor's office and sterilize themselves because they're truly people and we're destroying the earth. And this is actually the religion that they plan to bring in. 
and it ties in with veganism, it ties in with doing yoga, as crazy as it sounds, people get all defensive, I even say one word about yoga, but all this stuff is part of a package, it's part of a religion for people to follow, to feel like they belong to something, and unfortunately they're leaders of this movement and they have an agenda of where they're going to take us. I think I just trip out because, you know, they're, they're, they're skipping right over us and they're going straight for the kids. That's why you have them say, that's why you have kids giving like testimonies and, and, and protesting and doing these speeches saying, what's the point of living? What's the point of studying? What's the point of going forward at all if the world's going to end in 10 to 12 years? I think that's what kind of makes me scratch my head for sure. But at the same time, it makes me look at how many people are just caught up in not 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 this lie but just caught up in this 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 delusion or this fantasy or just whatever it is like i'm sure there's studies that prove there's probably some influence of humanity on the environment but not enough to where we would just give up absolute hope I yeah think I, I, doubt, I doubt there's any study whatsoever that will we'll have real factual evidence of us uh infecting the actual weather in terms of our activity other than like using these laser weapons and whatever else these psychopaths are using that's different but in terms of like the random guy going to the store he has zero impact whatsoever on the on the climate and that's for sure it's a joke it really is such a scam it's so sad that people believe this stuff and it's what's really sad is where it's going to head so first it'll be they're going to replace the income tax with the carbon tax and you're gonna, everyone's going to pay like 30% on everything you buy. And that's how you're going to pay your carbon tax. It's going to be something like that. Uh, something like that. And then eventually uh, there'll be a crash financially and everything will be, you know, uh, they'll, they'll come in with like carbon credits. And everything will be rationed. How much energy people can use, how much food you can eat. Like this is the plan. This is their plan. So that's how they're going to do all this. They're going to use this whole saving the earth, carbon emission thing to eventually control everything and kill off the masses, basically. They're already starting to do some of it uh, in California, too. I need to go back and find that article or just get like a refreshed version of it. But it's like up until, I think, 2020, they're going to have like 55 gallons of accessible water for people to do laundry. And then like going into 2030, they're going to remove like five gallons to where you have 50 gallons and allotted, an allotted amount of water to do your laundry. I don't know what it is. I have to revisit it, but they're already starting to do that kind of resource management out there in California and guaranteed, you know, with all the fires that are going on, the immigration that's the immigration that's going to happen and the, the migration that's already taking place, they're going to start doing even more resource management. Uh, and, and, and this is why you have people like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez running around uh, the entire country, trying to get people to sign up for her green new deal. She's getting, See, she's getting Los Angeles. She's getting Seattle. She's getting New York City. She's getting uh, uh, Miami. And that's the idea is to get enough people to essentially buy in to the United Nations Agenda 2030 through the State Department. That's how it's going to work. That's why all these different areas that are like lining up with this agenda, you're going to start seeing them slowly roll out stuff that's, that's, that's not necessarily in alignment with like America or anything we're doing. It's in alignment with the global agenda to get the world in online, essentially, by 2020, by 2030. And that's why yeah. everything is kind of geared towards this time frame. Yeah, they already, like, recently they said something in New York. They passed some bill that, like, by 2022, they're, uh, 
foie gras or whatever it is, some like delicacy of like it's a, a fattened like liver of an animal, it's going to be uh, banned. And of course, it's going to be weird because sure, some people, farmers, they use some cruel practices to fatty up the liver of the animal and that stuff was, was bad. And, and But then there's the farmers that do it the right way and it's just the liver of the animal the way we've been eating it forever. And now those guys are going to be getting raided and now what's going to happen next? Is it going to be veal? They're gonna, so they're already stepping up uh, the banning of, of animal foods as well. It's a goose. It's a goose liver. Um, so I don't know if you saw that. I did see that they're that they're trying to essentially add a meat tax uh, to to all meat product, to all animal products. They're trying to just have like a meat tax be there. And oh, that's for sure. Yeah, that's for sure. But they actually set something in stone and let the farmers know in New York that like, yeah, this the goose liver is off the table in a couple of years. So get ready. You know, they're banning it. it you know, I just get this like image of just like in the future to where to where to where bacon is like a commodity to where it's like gold or something to where you know people people have like I, I just get this like weird image of like the future to where you know back in the day during like prohibition time frames to where they had like speakeasies to where people could go into like bars or the hole in the wall type of places and you know they would serve alcohol because it was pro prohibited I kind of see that like being the future for 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 what we're talking about here that in the future bacon's going to be like a commodity you know you're going to slip into like a little uh, a crack in the wall and it's going to open up to a restaurant to where they have bacon to where they have beer to where they have whiskey you know marijuana all this stuff that, that we're taking advantage of today but in the future they're going to criminalize yeah i mean um the, what i see happening eventually there's going to be a craze and a huge push towards back towards all the like meat and everything and that'll just be so high priced and um, that there's already been, like, there's not enough people getting involved in animal farming. There's no way. Because like, there needs, I know that's the area that they're pushing everybody away from. That's the area that we need to go towards. Um, but because of the rush that's going to come after all the mal uh, malnourishment that's going to come from all this plant-based garbage, there's going to have to just be some point where there's a rush towards animal foods. And it's going to become so expensive, and they're going to be adding taxes too because of the environment. They already set that all up, so they already plan to tax it and make it unaffordable to begin with. Um, so yeah, they're they're definitely going to do it because animal rights, you know. So if an animal has rights, you can't eat it. It's basic. And you brainwash all the kids for generations to bring that in. You brainwash everybody, even their parents, to think that the cholesterol is bad. So you already have so much brainwashing to deal with. When you actually come out of the, the matrix and you see that cholesterol is actually very good for you and you need it, and animal foods are actually the, the healthiest things that we could possibly eat and that we only need to eat them. We don't even need any plant foods. That's the truth. You know, I, I don't know if, uh, just to kind of pivot real quick, uh, I'm, I'm not sure if you saw, uh, but like a few weeks back, made it, made, it might have been like a few months or so back, but uh, a few weeks back, there was a vegan activist that went into like a farm and air quotes liberated the rabbits that were there. Did you, did you catch that? Yeah. And then like thousands of them died or something like that. Yeah. And so I'm just like, how, how, how does that happen? You know, how do they get, how do they, how do they seek points? How do the, like, what's the point of that? You know, because you hear you, I, I see this kind of argument popping up a lot too. You know how sometimes vegans actually are doing more damage 
to the an- to plants or to animals than they think. You know, yes. and, and again, and tons of mice, tons of mice are getting killed. Tons of little an- rodents and animals are being destroyed and wiped out by these all these fields. Uh, yeah. And I think that it's, it's like, how does animals are not vegan? I, I, I think of a lion. That lion's not vegan. You know, you might think of like a, a dinosaur, but, you know, we don't even know if, if those were vegan. And so I, I look at just this kind of mindset that's being thrown out there to people, this, this, this extremism, this, this fanaticism, this just total lack of regard for just everything. And I feel like that's, that's what's scary. Yeah, it's what it is. It's basically like just going against everything for no reason. Just because like you see everything's dysfunctional and messed up. So you just like you just like rebel in an immature, unintelligent fashion and just throw shit everywhere and do stupid things like that instead of just figuring out what's going on. Okay, well, what are the problems? How do we get this sick? Was it from eating steak every day and every meal? Did we all go on a carnivore diet and just eat nothing but steak and eggs? Is that how we got this sick? Or were we eating processed poisonous breads and vegetable oils, GMO oils, drinking Coca-Cola, taking pharmaceutical drugs, vaccines, you know, eating just candy and nonsense all the time and pasteurized milk that isn't even good. Like, oh, were we doing that? That's what I think we were doing, you know, and then they're blaming the meat and the real food for that. Exactly. Everybody's kind of just falling for stuff. But like I said, it goes back to this religion because they did talk about that they would bring in a religion. Alvin Toffler, one of these uh, one of these guys, he, he wrote about it in one of his books that there would be a religion that rises in the West that prohibits the eating of beef. So they already they've already planned this out. It's done. That's why I said like the the cell base. That's what's going to come next is cell based. So all these laboratory grown uh, uh, meats that I've been saying they're going to bring in before it was even in the news. Yeah, they're going to call that cell based. I don't know if you've seen that. No, I've definitely seen, uh, you know, like the meatless meat and like the lab-grown meat and stuff like that. But, I mean, I guess the only next logical step would be to have basically food tailored to your genes. That sounds crazy. Cell-based because they take the cells of the animal and they grow it in a laboratory with it. Huh. So cell-based meat. That's what's going to be the big one. Like you, when those hit the stock market, I already said I was telling people put money in Beyond Meat when it came out. It went from like it just shot up like a thousand percent, and then of course, obviously at that point, people are going to get burned. But uh, this cell based stuff, that's going to be the one that really, that really lasts forever. But that's why it's kind of hard to. I feel like part of this agenda is 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 just destroying your mind and making you think that it's all going to happen faster in a way. Also then it really is going to happen. But at the same time, it's still going to come very fast. They just want to overwhelm you so that you can't do anything to stop it. You know, like let's say you have 10, 20 years to get into animal farming and, and, and build a whole, you know, a whole movement basically, or a big company or whatever. They want you to think you have no time and it's all falling apart. And, you know, so. And that's the problem. You know, if, if people buy into those lies, or if they listen to their oppressors, or if they listen to the opposition, then yeah, you know, you already you you already failed. There's no real reason for you to try. Uh, and I think that's the real reason as to why I kind of have this like relationship with vegan is with with vegans because it's like I know it's coming from a place of like love and compassion. They want to take care of themselves. They want to be respectful to the earth. 
but somewhere along the lines, it just kind of got like hijacked and perverted into something else. And so when you have people that, that, that are in alignment with the perversion instead of like the authenticity, that's where a lot of these problems come in. But as you said before, at the, throughout like the, the, the transmission, if this requires constant and consistent effort, you know, we have to do, it's, it's not going to be like a end all be all. We're not going to find a solution overnight. You're going to find solutions period to create that culture and lifestyle to fix this because it's not going to be easy. They're, they're, they're like Charles is saying, they're trying to show you that it is hopeless, that there is nothing for you to do, that you can't fight back, that you know what, you just need to go ahead, submit, get your chip, take your vaccines, drink that fluoride water, and just you know go for a swim in Fukushima. They're trying to tell you to go do all that stuff, not to tell you that you can flirt, not, they're not telling you that you can filter your water, that you don't actually have to get vaccines, that you can have natural immunity, that you can grow your own food, you know, that you can take iodine pills to resist radiation. They don't want people to like be that informed about the different things that they can do. They want to promote a, 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 a air of hopelessness, that nihilism, that apathy to work, so it can cause depression, so it can cause anxiety. Uh, and this this kind of leads me to my next question, which you were talking about beforehand, you know, the psychological trauma that people are experiencing. What are your thoughts, Charles, on people who are going through this vegan movement right now and they're seeing people come out of this vegan movement that are talking about the malnourishment, talking about like the peer pressure, talking about just like the ridiculous standards that they're having to uphold to be air quotes vegan. What are your thoughts on the psychological trauma that people are experiencing while trying to be vegan and leaving being vegan? Oh, I've seen it time and time again when I was going through all the footage of the... Because I, I was on the search, you know, for a while because I needed to show examples. I could do it every day and show another vegan that crumbled on a diet. But at a certain point, it's like, well, what am I doing it for? I, I need to, like, move on and do my own thing. I already showed that this diet's unhealthy but uh, but people do want to see you know you got to show as many as possible and there's a lot of people that are getting better just eating animal foods but um yeah it's just uh i know vegan takeover right i don't know if you've been in touch with him because i know you've had him on the, the the broadcast right i'm trying to get him back on yes yeah so he was very vicious towards me probably the most vicious and put my private information up there and all that and whatever you know all about that and then more recently, even messaged me privately when I put the video up of his son that he put out there. He later took it off. He's showing his he was showing his son's rotten teeth. Um, and so I showed the video and I explained that I was warning this guy, and he didn't. You know, he was he was going against me. But now look, he's even warning people that it's just a dangerous diet. That's very important, you know. And that's why I didn't like it when he took the video down. The only reason I was able to put it up is because the uh, account on Instagram uh, Vegan Agenda who, uh, you know, I've, I've spoke to a lot. He's a smart guy. He uh, he had it up there, thankfully. So, but, um, yeah, it's, it's it's the identity crisis that they go through. They they attach their, it becomes their identity. Like, you see it on their pages that they all write vegan right there. Like, that's them telling you, like, if they met you in person, one of the first things they would tell you is that they're a vegan. It's very important to them. Like, it becomes their identity. So now... If they have to go back to eating animal foods and they're not vegan anymore, now they go through a little identity crisis and they've got to figure out who they are now. Yeah, I, I, I'm not going to lie. You know, that's I, I kind of I think about it and, you know, in a weird way, it does kind of sound sad. But I think about it in the sense of like a form of rebirth. 
you know, of just like re- of being able to rebuild yourself of saying like, you know, yes, we were in this position. Yes, things were bad. But now that we have the information, now that we know what's going on, we can fix these things. And I think that's that happened. I think that's what that's people happened. need to see. They need to see that people they they went through this change. They tried it to the nth degree. They 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 gave up all the meat, but they need to see and hear these testimonies from people that weren't that, that, that aren't still in it. Because it's like a yeah. it's like somebody that is in a cult when they get out. We need to know That's what about we're that. Showing day after day, really. Like if I really wanted to start posting it again and whatever to really show people how bad it is, like every day you gotta show another person that was vegan for like years and deteriorated, and then they're getting better now eating animal foods, and show the people that are. There's so many people with the carnivore. I knew the carnivore movement was going to take off. I saw it was trending 100 on Google. I even showed that to people in a post because like, it was very obvious to me that the carnivore thing is like a trend now and it's going to... But then you see there's a lot of people who just cling on to that and now they're writing carnivore and this and everything just to make money off of it just like they did with the keto, just like they do with vegan. So it's always people just clinging on to things to make money. And I feel like I have the actual real information when it comes to uh comes to like i don't know things like like health and the truth i guess i just always cling towards the actual truth and i I usually get it you know what i mean so i would like to like make like a small like thing like 20 bucks 30 dollars for people i just so something very basic like some carnivore animal based really is what i what i say my diet really is is animal based like they say plant-based i'm animal based (laughs) i um I have some people that you could talk to that might be able to help you out with that because I, I definitely agree. Uh, you know, looking at your stuff like your gut microbiome, that's that's important. You know, really, and, you, and you don't think about these things. I think that's what's crazy too is you don't really see a culture that really promotes like, a, like like being honest or being like organic and real with like your diet. You have again just this fanaticism and extremism, and that kind of takes it in a whole other direction. Uh, and, and most people aren't extreme like that. And so whenever they see this kind of extreme approach towards health, you know, they get kind of put off and then it creates this weird schism in their mind where they don't do it. But that's a different discussion for a different day. You know, I think people just 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 to kind of just to kind of look at things, I think people. And you talked about this at the start of the show, because it goes back to that leadership and them wanting a solution you know, and and it, and it tying into their identity. People want to know what's going on, and they want to be able to like take control in their personal lives. And whenever we get offered these these essentially fake solutions, you know, all we're really doing is playing into the people who provided the problems' hands. And I think what happens with individuals like ourselves is we individually go out of our way to find out not only what works for us, but what works as a whole. And then from there, we can kind of backtrack or reverse engineer how to work with people individually. But whenever you have people buy into this lie or just get with the click, you know, employ that group think, join the mob mentality, they really do lose that sense of self. They, they really don't know how to think for themselves. And so that, that leads me to my question to you, Charles. Do you think these days that we are seeing that, that more people are employing group think, that they're joining the mob mentality and what we're seeing with veganism and these climate change protests to a degree is just that. Yeah, that's what's happening there for sure. Definitely. You see it with everything. Also the pro vaccine people are very, very cult like, whereas like there's all these mothers sharing their stories all the time about their kids who you know are having trouble. 
because of this stuff. They, their kids like literally just can't even think anymore. Stop looking them in the eye after going there and they were healthy. Like there's just thousands and thousands of stories of this over and over. But because there's like a cult like backing and there was a cult like push for it and the, the, you know, they were, they brought out the hero, Jonas Sulk and all these, these guys, like it, it's always like that. There's always a cult that backs everything that the elite are promoting. That uh, no discernment. That's 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 what I get from that. Is there's no discernment being employed. Uh, there's no authenticity. There's people. People really can't recognize danger, and that to me no. is kind of uh, a frightening. The survival instincts have been removed. That's what it is. Oh yeah. Well, whenever again, animals aren't vegans. I don't think of a lion being a vegan. If I'm wanting to be natural, organic, holistic, however you want to look at it, I go out there in nature. It's me against that lion. I'm hoping, you know, we can live and coexist, but hey, that's still a lion at the end of the day. And so you have to treat it as such, subdue it, tame it, but at the same time, let it know that you'll kill it. And when I say that people don't know how to recognize danger, you know, this is why you have mothers bringing their kids to convicted sex offenders and these pedophiles at Drag Queen Storytime. I say people don't know how to recognize danger because they, they shoot their kid up with like 17 different shots and they're like, yeah, little Jimmy's fine. I say people don't know how to recognize danger because they give their babies pharmaceuticals that they can't even pronounce. And that's what I mean by this society and this culture that we're creating that promotes nothing but death, nothing but dehumanization, which will ultimately lead towards depopulation. And that's why, that's why, that's why episodes like these are so real and raw is because people have to look at how sometimes these things that seem like they're good, how they're really just the devil cloaking. It's, it's, it's just deception cloaking itself as truth. And that's what people need to learn. That's what I mean by discernment and people not having it. Yeah, the vaccines are the worst, honestly. It's like, really, is, it's a tragedy what's going on. We need to have private, we need to like have some type of movement into like private schooling. Private schooling and animal farming, you know, raising chickens like you're doing, cows, private schooling, like pro, uh, pro health. We don't have to call it anti-vaccine or anything like that. Just pro-health private schooling where we don't have any of this garbage. Well, I don't know. People are... we got to see if we can make it happen. I think we can. It's just it's going to be up to the right people, those guys that could, like, get the masses to do stuff. You know what I mean? Like, that type of leader. I don't... I, don't, I can't put myself in that spot where I'm going to get the guys on the street to do what I want, you know, but... Yeah, do, doing, uh, the, doing the best we can, man. You know, I, I want to. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. That's that's what it's going to take. So, it's like if you can spark the people that that are in that position to do something, and that's huge. You know, and this is something that we had talked about uh, the last time that we we uh, we had you on the show is the hashtag family rights movement, and I say that because you know I look at where we're at today. And how fast things changed in such a short amount of time, Charles, just for us to come up with something on the show, the family rights movement, just the idea of essentially the straight pride protest. And I say that the straight pride protest is because that's what came of us talking about the family rights movement. The idea of just promoting a mother, a father, 2.5 kids, three kids, and just having that be like the image. I say that because fast forward to where we're at now, since the last time we talked, there was that straight pride parade out there in Modesto, California, and it literally got shut down because of the LGBTQP, because these people wanted to have pride and being straight and loving the opposite sex 
the LGBTQ people who say that they promote inclusivity and tolerance and all this other stuff, they kick those people out. They shouted them down. And so now we can't even have a normal protest or at least a normal march or parade which advocates normal human behavior. That was the last yeah, thing I remember talking about. It, it can't be like, oh, straight pride. No, like it has to be like family rights movement. You know what I mean? That's just, it's, it's how it is. Like, so straight parade is like, okay, yeah. Like, is a straight I'll parade par- I'll straight? I'll close your, what's that? Is a straight parade really straight? Can parades be a straight thing? <laughs> yeah, I don't know, a straight pride or whatever. They're just the whole thing didn't sound like something that would last. But like a family rights movement is more serious and involves involves like the future. So it's like it's not something that that people are going to be able to step on if it ever ever does uh, happen. Um, I think I think people are ripe for that because that conversation is something that um, no matter like how brainwashed you are in most subjects, you can definitely see that something's going on with this whole LGBTQ, the trans, the drag queens. Like, you don't need to be, like, that aware to see that something weird is going on. Yeah. I mean, if you can't if you can't see that there's, like, an obvious attack against the family, clearly against masculinity, and, <laughs> and it's being, like, disguised as, like, woman empowerment, but they're destroying the females as well. If you can't yeah. see that, then I really don't think there's like a lot of things for us to talk about because it's it's so out in the open these days. The Satanism, the Luciferianism, the occultism, just the dark, the, the the wickedness. It's so out there in the open. I think that's what that's what, if anything, should inspire more people to act or to at least be more vigilant in what's going on. Uh, is because you have evil kind of just rearing its face. You know, it's out there. It's not hiding. The only people that are hiding are us. We're 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 fearful. We're afraid of these people being honest for once in their life, being deceivers, telling us who they truly are. We can see them now. Now that we identify them, we should be able to come at them. And that's where I feel like we need to start operating from, not being in a state of like overwhelmed or fearful or insecure or, or doubtful or scared. Like, oh, look, they're Satanists. No, you, you, you can identify them now. And now that, <laughs> and now that you can identify them, you need to call them out because the line has been drawn. Are you on their side, or are you st- or, or do you know what side you're even on? And that's the crazy that's, part. That's the problem also is that a lot of people who know this is going on, they don't say anything. Like, they know it's going on, and they still don't want to say it because you don't want to deal with, like, the backlash of having people come at you and, and having to explain your position and just having to deal with all the hate. Just, like, so most people that know this stuff's going on, they won't even say anything. If, like, everybody who knew that this was going on or was even questioning it, brought it up then we would we would be in a lot safer place uh for for the sake of like figuring out a solution but the problem is most people you know you talk about something like this now your whole career might be at jeopardy right so it's like (laughs) it's uh it really is amazing system that they've built and um yeah like i said it'll take concerted efforts um by by definitely by a very intelligent people who understand i think you really need to understand what the long-term agenda is in order to really come up with the 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 right solution for this and i do back animal farming as like number one honestly i really do animal farming along with obviously we're talking about you know family values and family rights movement so if you have like a family rights movement with a animal farming movement together and pro-gun pro-backing your property and defending against criminals and government that's like, uh, I don't know, that's pretty 
win-win situation for me, I think. You would think, man, but this is this is how far down the rat hole we are. The idea of just like taking care of yourself, having a girl, having some kids, having a family, it, you know, what your grandparents and their grandparents did, you know, that raising animals, raising animals, being a part of nature. That's how far down the rat hole we are is that that's that's like abnormal. Like the like the idea of being natural is so foreign from us that that's how sick the society is that we're in, and that's why that's 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 why we're doing everything we can do, and why we're always trying to do more and improve because this isn't it. We're not. We know the agenda, but this is not. Well, this is not going to be it for us. I I refuse to submit, to bend the knee, to give in. I refuse for this to be my future. I don't care what it is, but it will not be that because I'm going to build something for myself. I'll build something for you. I'll build something for everybody else that wants to come along. But I'll tell you what, it's, I'm not, I'm not going to cut off my testicles. Okay. I'm not going to cut off my child's testicles either. And I'm not going to, I'm not about to mutilate my daughter's genitalia either because it's trendy and cool. And I think people need to understand that that's exactly what they're trying to do. So again, where does the line, where, where is the line in the sand for you, the listeners, because it's only going to intensify. And if you don't begin to reclaim it for yourself, you can't help other people. And guess what? Lord knows we need more help than we can possibly ever talk to you guys about. But Charles, I want to say thank you so much for coming on, my man. This was we ne- this was this was not enough time. We definitely should have recorded the first like thirty to forty-five minutes of the show beforehand. But bro, thank you so much for coming on. Oh, thank you for having me, man. Uh, before you go, real quick, uh, what do you what do you want to two things? What do you want to leave the audience with? And afterwards, I'll ask you uh, where the audience can find more of your work. What are your closing thoughts that you want to leave to the audience? Um, I think the main thing is to really, uh, yeah, not let anything take away what you want, what you want to see in the world, and what good you want to see, and and the goals that you have for yourself or that you had for yourself before you maybe started looking into what was going on in the world like stick to what stick to what you want to do and obviously yeah that's 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 the main thing i would say from everything and you can you know truth is terrorism on instagram that's where anybody could really message me um i have a little a couple problems with the account right now but hopefully it'll be uh, back to fully functioning soon and i'll be posting a little more um but that's the main thing because the psychological aspects of, of how this stuff affects you to really ruin your life. So what I would say is, you know, be strong with, with everything you're looking at. If you wanna you wanna look into the truth and you wanna really see what's going on in the world, you have to be ready to to accept how 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 bad some things are and then make sure that you don't let it let it ruin uh, ruin your life and, and take you away from what you wanna do and take away your confidence because you can make anything happen. You put your mind to it and focus on it, and go after it, then I'm I'm pretty sure you can make it happen. And and if you work with other people, you have a better chance. Where there's so. a will, there's a way. And I want to say thank you for willing your way over here onto the show, Charles. Thank you so much for spending time with us, man. Thank you. Have a great one. You too. There he goes, Charles Cassidy. Of truth is terrorism. However, ladies and gentlemen, that's all I really have for you guys and gals. 
As always, we go over a whole lot of different things, but it's to give you guys that comprehensive view of what's going on. I'll put Charles's information and more in the description bar below. And remember, guys and gals, stay vigilant, expose lies, and share truth. This is Noise Era, Freedom Faction, and Charles Kasson of Truth and Terrorism. Out. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.